Welcome to the Exciting Never Ending New episode of Wrestling With My Thoughts I hope you guys are doing alright We were supposed to kick off at 6 o'clock But uh, due to my poor planning uh, We kicked off a few minutes late uh, Brandon and Kurt will be joining us here in just a moment We hope you guys have had a great day We hope that you've had a great week this past week Hope everybody is safe healthy and uh, sane. Uh, hope you guys are uh, are ready for, for an episode. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about some what ifs and, and things of that nature. Uh, Brandon, what do you Bluetooth disconnected. Yeah, I see, I see where you're talking, but it's it's not coming through for some reason. Um, Kurt, how are you doing? Good, y'all real low though. Ah, I know what my problem is. Hold on. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I know what my problem right. was. So it was a it was a technical difficulty on my end, guys. Sorry about that. Oh man, so uh, I didn't hear your answer, Brandon. But uh, <laughs> well, how, how I never you? answered because this thing, this this thing did the same thing it did last week. Ah, gotcha. Oh, one second. Right. Well, how was your week, nonetheless? Busy as hell. Busy as hell. Yeah, you man. Guys, you guys got a little bit of a work in yesterday, huh? Yes, we did. Or work out in, I should say. Man, you have no. You have no idea <laughs> how busy my life really is. Oh. I think a lot of people really do do not know. They don't know the magnitude of all the things that I do and the hats that I wear. So, but a, you know, a day off is coming. So, because <laughs> dog is, and I tell you, dog is tired. Dog is tired. Like it ain't got to the point. I had like two. Yeah, like two moves last night, and as soon as I got home, I just said, I, I, I want to, but I just, my body just won't let me. I can't. And then here we come with this bullshit-ass podcast, huh? Hey, well. <laughs> you lucky I like y'all. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but not just us. Not just us. You like uh, you like the people out there listening as well. They all right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Um, oh, man. I, uh, I had a busy day myself. My week? My week was somewhat busy. Um, had to take my mom to a doctor's appointment. Had a doctor's appointment of my own. Um, and then some other personal stuff I, I had to handle. And then today, um, I guess, went on a little bit of an afternoon date. So, uh-oh, he popped the billy. Um, but, yeah, went on a little bit of a of an afternoon date. Uh we met up at uh, Spirit Halloween, just looking at different stuff. Then went and uh, had some lunch together and, and talked. And then it was time for me to come come back to do this. So, um, you know, we'll see where this goes. Kurt, how are you, man? Doing good. Can I complain? All right. All right. How was your week? It was good. There goes my, my pop top, but mine's a monster, so. <laughs> 
Hey, man, it's too late in the day to be drinking them things. Yeah, well, I didn't sleep well last night, so to get through this, I'm oh, going to need oh, it. Got, so. Hey, love see it. Love see it. Love <laughs> <laughs> see it. Oh, man. Um, We can jump right into some wrestling talk, man. Um, I know Brandon, and we just talked about it. For those of y'all who, who want a little peek behind the curtain a little bit, um, on this afternoon date, I was running a little bit behind getting back for the pregame, but uh, we, we had a conversation real quick before we came on and started recording. And so I know Brandon didn't see the NWA pay-per-view last night. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name um, because it does not sound at all like it is spelled. Um, but uh, Kurt, Kurt got a chance to check it out and Kurt and I shared the same opinion about this pay-per-view. Um, it was not very good at all. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, terrible. I saw Kurt. I saw people commenting on a post made by NWA, NWA on their official Facebook page, and people were saying this was a great pay per view. Hell no. We we had to be watching two different shows. Maybe they were watching an NWA pay per view from like '86 or something, but. That, there's no way you can objectively look at that show last night and say this was a good show. Um, for those of you who didn't get a chance to see it last night, um, NWA had their Halloween-themed uh, pay-per-view yesterday, and it was held in Cincinnati, I believe. But the venue they were in, I can't even remember what venue it was, but whatever venue it was in, the lighting was absolutely horrible. At one point, um, you could see the camera pan back, and you could see Camille getting out of the ring, but all you could see was a silhouette. That's how bad the lights were. It's like they had this one big light bulb hanging over the ring, and that was it. Um, the entranceway looked way Bush League. Um, I, fellas, I think us three could put together a better entrance than that. Um, and it's just all of that is coming with with NWA is having a lot of eyes on it right now, or at least I think with the um with the announcement that they, they have a TV deal um on a top twenty network and a lot of people have, have speculated that that's gonna be CW. Um nothing official has come from NWA right now, but I mean, if you're trying to impress the network that just signed you to a to a contract, I would say they absolutely failed last night. Would you agree, Kurt? Absolutely. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um they the, I mean, it wasn't just the 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 ambiance of of the venue they were in, man. The the matches all seemed rushed. Um and it just seems like, okay, we got to get through this so that we don't run past our time. That's what it seemed like to me. Um, they've got some good people there. I just think that, I, I don't know what, they need somebody to help them with, in my opinion, help them with their creative. Um, I know that Ricky Morton is there, but I'm not sure how much input he has on creative. Um, but, but, they got a lot of things to sort out. That pay-per-view last night, they fell flat on their face. Uh, it was 
Yeah, was not good. So, Brandon, you didn't really miss anything. What you did see was probably just going to piss you off. And um, for for those of you out there, I said this online, for those of you out there who may um, accuse me of being a WWE or AEW fanboy, that's not the case. Um, I'm not saying NWA has to be like WWE or AEW. In fact, I think that they are not is a good thing. Um, because it gives an alternative, but I'm not going to sit here just because I'm, I'm fed up with some of what WWE and AEW are doing. I'm not going to sit here and call, uh, bullshit, you know, gold. Cause it's not, um, it, it just, it's, it was a bad, bad show last night. Oh man. Um, and we didn't get a chance, or I didn't get a chance to check out Collision. Uh-huh. Kurt said that Collision was bad as well. Um, and so wrestling overall right now is is down. Um, would you two agree with that? I would, but something I do want to bring up. This is what I wanted to bring up during the show. Okay, what you I watched um, Impact Bomb for Glory last weekend, and it was pretty good. It okay. was pretty good. And they're changing their name back to TNA. Yeah, I, I I think we briefly touched on that last week. Yeah, I must have missed that. Um, but the pay per view was pretty good. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Now, um, as I was driving to my date today, um, <laughs> I was listening to the latest episode of the uh, of Cornette show, and Brian Lass was talking about um, for whatever reason. Uh, Impact Wrestling, TNA, uh, whatever they're officially going by right now, has been getting some good reviews. And specifically that that last Bound for Glory pay-per-view was, excuse me, was really good. So let me ask you guys this. Um, Kurt, I'll start with you. Why do you think they decided to go back to TNA? I have no idea. Uh, They talked to Jim... um... Ross and uh, Conrad talked about it earlier this week, and they were saying the same thing. Jim was very surprised. I was surprised as well. And, uh, you know, I have no idea. No right. idea. But the, but the show was good. The show was really good. Yeah, I mean, they, they spent a long time trying to uh, convince Anthem that TNA, when, when they first got bought out by Anthem or whatever, they spent a lot of time trying to convince them why they shouldn't go with TNA and they rebranded themselves as just simply impact. Um, Brandon, what about you? What do you, you, you got any thoughts on why they may have went back to TNA? I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. And it came out of nowhere. It's not like they've been, there's been rumors of this or anything like that for the last several weeks. It's just like, Hey, January, we're going back to TNA. But yeah, I mean, but I think for those of us who watched that first incarnation of it, I thought it was pretty damn cool. And I liked the vignette that they shot too. I thought that was pretty damn cool. Um, and yeah, Bound for Glory got a lot of really, really good reviews. Really, really good reviews. And I still, I haven't had an opportunity to sit down and watch the entire show. I've seen a lot of highlights and it looked like it was a pretty damn good show. And so, you know, once again, you know, that's TNA being that, that, that little engine that could. You know, they give them a shot. They, they From time to time, they put out some good shit. I think that Impact Wrestling is going to be looked down as their down years. Mm-hmm. Because, I think after, I don't know. It's like, once you, you know, first impressions, every, first impressions is everything. And if you, you, when you bring yourself a certain way from the start, and then you just up and just change it for no reason, then 
you know, of course it's gonna it's gonna then you know your whole presentation changes and everything. Of course it's gonna go through some through through a little low, but it, it looked like they they it look like they creeping back. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely uh, pay attention to it. Maybe that'll be the one show we can watch with some. Hey, did y'all see uh, TNA last night? <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes I think our that our standards overall is so high. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that certain shows are ever going to reach a level. How, however, I do think I, I well, I do know just based, you know, based on the reviews we've done on this show, there have been shows here and there we was like that shit was fucking amazing. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just think we we've seen so much wrestling. It's like you know our our standards are very, very our standards are extremely high. But something as it should is, be. Something else is good as well. Um, NXT is pretty good as well. They've been doing yeah. really good these last few weeks. Really yeah. good, and it's absolutely. But then mixing in the main talent on that show, they're doing good, man. They're doing Absolutely. really, really good. Really good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's – we know that, that WWE pre-TKO, um, they wanted to make – a focus was on making TNA a third brand. And I think that's going to continue. Um, what's up, Hill Club? Sorry about that. I meant to shout you out just a second ago. Um, but uh, – I, I still think that's going to happen under the TKO banner because their rights or their TV rights deal is up as well. And you know, whoever gets NXT, they're not going to want a, a watered down show. They're going to want something that's going to bring in some fans. So, I mean, they seem to be hitting all, on all the right cylinders at the right time. Now, maybe that's coincidence or maybe whoever is sitting in WWE right now is like, Hey man, Let's uh let's make this shit look good just to at least sell it or something. <clears throat> so, um, listening to Jim Cornette today, he was talking about the the name change going back to TNA, and I I had completely forgot about this. But they went from uh, TNA to TNA Impact Wrestling to Global Force Wrestling, then just to simply, yep, then just to simply Impact. And they're going back to TNA now, so that that's Damn. gonna be interesting. Um, who knows? Who knows? I don't know if Jim is correct about that Global Force because that's when Jeff Jarrett he started Global Force. Well, for a minute, he, he's right. He's right. He's right. Yeah. Now, I, I thought the same thing. I, I don't know exactly what you were going to say, Kurt, but I thought the same thing as you. Um, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought Global Force was a whole different thing. It was supposed to be. I want to say he's right, but I, 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 we need to look at that. That must have been that time where they, I guess, kind of merged forces or something like that. They were gonna do it, but Jeff had already he, but he at one time he did start Global Force, his own promotion, and then he didn't have anything to do with TNA. Yeah, well, I think to um <clears throat> now that stuff is coming back. Because I think Global Force was getting ready to, it was pretty much done before it even got started. And I think that that was their way, they had made a deal or something, and that was their way of just trying to, you know, keep it afloat. So they was like, hey, let's say TNA and Global Force just make them one brand. And then for whatever reason, that didn't work out. So, because I remember, I remember turning on TNA one day and they had green ropes. Yeah, yeah that's right. You're right. You're right. And I think that's you know? what you just yeah. said. I think that's exactly what happened. I think that's yeah. exactly what happened. I was like, why they got green? I'm like, why the fuck they got green ropes? I ain't never seen green ropes in a wrestling ring other in my life. Not they got green, green ropes. Yeah, not that green. I and I'll be I'll be honest with you. I love those ropes. 
I thought their ring looked great. Um, and, and I think the main reason for me was uh, it reminded me of the NWA green ring skirt with the blue NWA on it. But uh, I, I, I'm like you, uh, Brandon. I turned on one day and saw like lime green rope. Easy for me to say, right? Lime green ropes, boys and girls. Um, there you go, Ron. Good job. <laughs> I saw those and I'm like, whoa, what is, what is this? And then, I, you know, I heard, I think the day I turned in, or tuned in rather, was the same episode where Cornette fired Bruce Pritchard or something like that. Um, so we'll see, man. Um, I'm glad to hear that Impact um, is is getting some good buzz about it. The fans definitely deserve a good alternative to WWE and AEW. Um, right now, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> NWA is not it. Um, I, I like the approach that NWA has taken with the studio vibe. I like that vibe. It's different, but in some ways, <clears throat> last night's show, man, you, you've got to have better lighting than that because it, it, it looked bushly. So, um, we'll see well, what, say what? How about I say, can I ask y'all a question? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just briefly, I don't want to spend a whole show on it, but right, right. what do y'all, between y'all two? Cause I, I don't, I guess me, I don't care that much. Either I'm going to watch it or I'm not. But for y'all two, what would make AEW and NWA a brand that is watchable? Like, what is it that they're going to have to do, like, today to make it watchable? No, you go ahead. Um, For me, and this is for both promotions, coherent booking. Um, To me, that's the biggest thing. Um. I think AEW has a AEW has a great presentation. The stage looks nice. Uh, the the arena looks nice. Um, I hate how they have to scale down the the camera work because of the the attendance, but they still have a a good look to them. Um, AEW for for me needs to cut down on the silly shit and focus on coherent booking. Um, for NWA. Um, same thing. I, I think they need to uh, get back to telling stories in the ring versus just having these quick matches. Um, I, I like the studio feel, but they have to understand that today's fan doesn't have the attention span, as crazy as this sounds, doesn't have the attention attention span to sit down and watch a, a top-tier wrestler um, basically just squash a job guy or a job girl. Uh, so I think that needs to change. Um, but for me, the biggest thing is um, coherent booking. Uh, I'll let Kurt give you his answer. Yeah, the booking has to be better with both of them, where the booking makes sense on the matches you put together and not just throwing shit together because that's what both of them feel like. And the biggest thing with NWA, they have too many old, old, old wrestlers involved in big storylines, which makes no sense at all where you got to start developing new talent to, to keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, it just, at the, end, the, other, the other thing, it just looks so low budget, like they're not spending any money to make it look better. And the, the studio feel was okay when they was doing it, but now they're just in these smaller arenas to where it just looks like you're doing high school gyms all the time. 
That, okay, mm-hmm. it, 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 it doesn't look professional at all. And then Billy Corgan, he's trying to now he's trying to get involved. Last night, he tried to do the eventually man thing, and I said that's fucking terrible. You need to yeah. stay off the goddamn mic and not ever get back on the mic again. Man, he's it, trying to miss Mr. McMahon now. It's something he sort of did something like that last night, and it was fucking terrible. With, uh, with it was, it was fucking home. terrible. Ugh. Yeah, it, just terrible. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, because you know, I'm not, I'm not rooting for it, and I'm, I'm sure Kurt's not, and Brandon, I know you're not either, but like, I'm not rooting for any of these promotions to fail. Absolutely, because we love wrestling. Um, absolutely, and although I, I complain about one promotion having three shows on in every week, in this case, two promotions having three shows on every week. Excuse me. I do think that that that's too much wrestling for one week for one promotion. In my opinion, um, I wouldn't mind seeing you know in this case four promotions having a, a, a having one show each throughout the week. That to me is fine because I'm getting a variety. I feel like with WWE, it's so I hate to use this word, but boring right now. So I feel like what I see on Monday is the same thing I'm seeing on Friday. With AEW, you don't know what the fuck you're going to see. So yeah. so you, you don't know what you're going to see Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. NXT is the one variable because that has, to an extent or another, lesser-known talent. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, we don't want to see these, these promotions fail. We want to see them do well. But uh, for us as wrestling fans, as you just heard, um, we want some something that makes sense. <laughs> That's all we asking for. Just something that makes sense. Oh man, what about you, Brandon? <laughs> Let me ask you that. What? Um, I, I know you said what you said before you 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 asked the question, but yeah. Um, it, I think kind of like us, we're gonna watch regardless because shit. Let's be honest, we're we're junkies. We love wrestling. Um, what would you like to see? Um in AEW and NWA as uh, an, an alternative to WWE? Well, I, I'll start with wrestling as a whole. I think wrestling needs an offseason. I think it needs to go away for a while. I think it needs to go away for a while to, you know, let the wrestlers heal up and just everybody just to kind of get a fresh start because that's what kind of makes it go stale anyway. You're looking for something exciting every single week. That is just, that's, that's hard to do. Um, that's hard to do for any show, whether it's syndicated or taped or whatever. That is just hard to do to produce content consistently every single week, especially when you're doing it three and four nights a week. So I think that wrestling needs an off season. When that off season should be, it depends on the company. I think that um, <clears throat> I think that after uh, uh, WrestleMania, WWE need to take a month off. And then, you know, maybe, you know, the companies could kind of alternate a little bit. So at least you have some wrestling on TV, even if it's just the best of or whatever, you know. But I think it needs offseason, number one. Number two, I agree with both of y'all. The storylines need to make sense and they need to be coherent. Um, number three, with well, two and a half, <laughs> stop throwing all these damn, uh, quote unquote, dream matches together for no rhyme or reason. Like. I had no idea MJF and Kenny Omega were wrestling for the wrestling for the championship last night until I woke up this morning and saw it on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm like, where in the hell did that damn match come from? Because I've never seen it advertised or anything. Right. 
So, you know, I'm so and and also I would not mind um both of those companies, like especially AEW, just kinda like finding you a little studio or a little arena that's your own arena, and then you run your shows out of that arena, and then when it's time for the big shows, you know, you build up your um your show, your you, you build up your shows in your in your studio or your arena or what have you, and then for your big shows when you go out on the road then you do what you want to do, and maybe that will bring more people to the shows to come and see it. And the camera, the cameraman ain't got to work so hard not to show the empty seats. Um, I think, I think for the NWA, they just need some more money because right now they're putting on an old school product. But yeah, you're right, it is low budget, and for us today, we're gonna turn that off. You know, because ECW was low budget and everything, but ECW was ECW. They was putting out quality shit most of the time. But the thing so, about it is, so I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the okay. thing about it is, ECW was low budget, but it didn't look like it. Right. It didn't look like it. And it didn't feel it like it. It looked so fucking bad. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the production, the, it just looked so fucking bad. It looks mm-hmm. bad. Cause when I found out some of the stories behind like the ECW arena and some of the places they was working, the AC didn't work and all this, that, and the third, if you looked at that product, you would not have been able to tell. No. At all. You would have been able to tell, especially like when it got towards the end and they really started to make a little bit of money and they could afford to, um, they could afford to like really do it up a little bit. You couldn't tell that them was some damn rinky dink ass arenas they was, they was, uh, wrestling in. So their, their presentation for what it was, their presentation was on point, and it was when you turned it on, it was something that you wanted to see. So after a while, you didn't care how it looked. You just wanted to see ECW, and I think that that's what NWA need. They need somebody that is really good with production and everything and say, hey, okay, yeah, we're in this small arena or whatever, but let's light this mug up and let's you know do this, just kind of jazz it up a little bit. Just, just make it more a little bit more presentable. Because that's going to turn people away anyway. Because I'm, I don't want to turn on the rest of the show, and I can't, I can't see nobody. So, but I think, um, um, trying to think if I had something. I think that's pretty much it, man. I think you know they just, I think I really do believe that wrestling does need an off season, and just let some of these other companies, you know, just kind of take turns, take up, you know, take a month or two off, get your, uh, get your roster, refresh your roster, and everything, refresh, yeah, get your chance to refresh storylines and all that other type of stuff. Let these other guys shine for a minute, um. Just kind of go back to just, you know, having a, a, an area. And then when you want to go on the road for your big show, then you do what you got to do to promote it. And I think that that will put more asses in the seats and more viewers. And, um, yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't, and also, I, and also, and also the booking does matter. And I think that these promoters don't feel like booking matters anymore. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I don't think your idea is bad, but the only thing now is with, as humans, our attention span is not that long. Yeah. If they go away for that period of time, we'll forget about it. And getting that getting that audience back will be hard. No, I mean, look, if yeah, yo, let's look at hard. let's look at the, let's let's look at let's look at sports. So the NBA season just kicked off, and then we about halfway through the NFL season. Then you had that off season. So most of us could because the pro, even though the product is not the same as what we grew up on, but they have a made brand. Like, I feel like WWE could do it because, damn it, it's the WWE. They are made. So they went away for a month. People going to be like, all right, we're ready to see some WWE again. We want to see our favorite folks or whatever again. Um, these other two companies 
they got some work to do. They ain't got no choice right now but to keep putting out product, but they got to put out quality shit. Because I feel like as long as you've been putting out quality stuff or whatever, and you got to go out, you got to go away for a while, people going to be ready to see you again. So, so this so this is the difference. You can't compare the NBA or NFL to wrestling because it's a storyline. It's like a movie. Yeah. So you, if you let's say you like they you watch a movie and then they say it's gonna be a part two, and they said the part two gonna be on this day. You really not gonna be looking forward to part two. You go see it whenever it's, it's convenient for you. And that's how people would do a wrestling if it had an off season. Because I think it depends on the movie. There's certain movies I'm like I I don't need to see a part two to it just because. But exactly. I think it depends on. I think it solely depends on the movie. But it, that, that's where it, that's and it goes back to the storyline. To where all these come to have storylines to where they go away for a, that period of time, they might not get their audience back. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I still I think it depends on I I think it just, I think it solely depends on the product because even when you do go away for a month, you can leave them with a cliffhanger. Yeah, now I think it, I think it just depends on the product. Now, if they did that. Like you said, and do the best of, and then have some promos that they've already that they is gonna run every week on. This is what's to come in the month when we do return these storylines and leave a cliffhanger. Then it could work, but they had yeah. to set it up like a month in advance on this is the storyline that we will return with, and these matchups or these of this person versus this person. Then it could work. Yeah. But they had to put a lot of labor into it and good writing and a lot of promos to be done ahead of time to just play to where it keeps everybody's attention span to want to make sure they return when they do come back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just, you know, too much too much of anything is not good. And I just feel like totally it's agree. absolutely too much wrestling going on. It's too much wrestling on TV. For it's, wrestling on every, it's wrestling on every day of the week. Every day and, and for hours, it ain't like it's thirty minutes on hours. It's for hours at a time, Every and most day. of it's depending on what type of job you have. You barely have enough time to go home, eat, take a shit, and go to sleep. <laughs> so how in the hell are you gonna sit up here and watch? You gonna you have wrestling literally every single day for two to three hours a night. That's that's a lot, <laughs> and then not counting the pay per views and special events and all that type of stuff. Right. That's a that is a lot, and it's, and it can get a bit it can get a bit exhausting. And and like I don't necessarily think there needs to be an off season. Um, I think that we just need to reduce some of the shows. WWE has three shows on every week, as does AEW. Then you have Impact, and then you also have Women of Wrestling. I don't know what the ratings are for Impact or Women of Wrestling, but that's six. What, seven, eight shows in in one week. There's only seven days in a week. Um, so I think if we just had um, Raw and we just had either Dynamite or Collision and then Impact or TNA and then, of course, with NWA, just each of them having one show, to me, that's, that's more... Uh, it's 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 an easier pill to swallow versus trying to keep up with three different WWE shows, three different three different AEW shows, and Impact and Women of Wrestling. Well, 
all that. Well, you know why they have so many shows in the first place? Money, 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 money. <laughs> money and now the rosters have been so inflated. How are you going to get all that talent on the one show every single week? There's no way. So you it would have to be a B show somewhere unless you got if you even if you got to slap it on YouTube or something. Well, I mean, and and I don't disagree with you, Brandon. I'm not saying that, but um, I, I think in that case, then you know, cut some of your losses, let some of that talent go elsewhere, and and that to me is is the is the downfall of not having a um, a territory system because yeah. with the territory system. Someone could go somewhere and not be recognized. Someone could, you know, be gone for six months and working somewhere else, but you haven't seen them because Portland isn't in your territory. You know what? What's that? That that yeah, that makes a whole that makes a whole lot of sense because you know if wrestling can't, which I don't think it'll ever happen, but if wrestling can't have an off season. We're going to have to start interchanging some of these superstars in and out of some of these companies because I, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I get sick and tired of seeing the same folks every single week. I, I don't disagree with that. Oh. I get I get tired of seeing whether I'm a fan of this or not because some of them I'm legit fans of, but I don't, I, I'm trying to picture like what, like, I, I don't, I don't, this earth, I don't need to see you every single week. <laughs> I just I, don't. I don't need to see you. And I, I'm like, I would rather see. I, I, I wish that there was a way that all of them could come together. And I'm like, hey, you just do talent exchanges from all these different places or whatever, so at least we can get some fresh storylines and some fresh matchups. Yeah. And just interchange them out and then, you know, or, whatever, or something. Because I get, I get sick of seeing the same people every single week. And that's part of the reason why I kind of have, you know, watching. And I'm just being honest. I know we do a wrestling podcast and everything, but I do kind of have watching sometimes because I'm like, I see the same shit every single week. Now, it's usually just about every week. It's something that grabs my attention. And then, you know, for, you know, contents for the show and everything. But I just, I, I, I own a person. I get, I get bored very easy. And when I get bored, I don't care anymore. So <laughs> I'm like, you, you got to give me something to keep coming back. The last best thing was that 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 first part of that bloodline storyline. That was some of the best shit. That's what kept me go, going back every single week. And y'all remember how we, you know, we pretty much we 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 was clapping for them every single week. And now even that's falling off or whatever. So, yep. You know, I stuff got to like we need to see like some fresh faces or something. And don't nobody want to see somebody on their television every week for two week for two years straight. Yeah, and and not on, it's not just that. It's not just that you're seeing the same people on the same shows each and every week. You're seeing the same fucking matches. Absolutely. And and that gets old quickly. How many incarnations of the of American Alpha and the Street Profits are we going to see every week? And the Viking Raiders and, and the Bloodline versus the Judgment Day and, and, and the LWO and, and all every week. And I'm like, do y'all, who is putting this stuff together? There's more people in the company for these folks to wrestle. They're just the same old people every single week. Like, come on, man. Like, we got, I, I mean, but hey, that's, I ain't trying to get on no soapbox or nothing. But I'm, I want to get, I, I'm like y'all, I want to get that feeling back when I was a kid watching wrestling too, where I wanted to tune in every single week. Because if memory serves me correct, all the same guys was not wrestling each other every single week. That, I think yeah, they might have interfered in matches or whatever, but they wasn't wrestling the same people every single week. 
they were, but it was a different storyline to make you want to see it every week. They left the cliffhanger to where you like, damn, what's going to happen next? So okay. anyway, I, guess, I guess I so, couldn't tell you. So, so let me say this. They wasn't wrestling there every week, but they would, but they did have interaction every week. And that's oh, yeah. what made the difference. That's what okay. made the difference now versus then versus now. Okay. Absolutely. I think, I think absolutely. I think the prevalence of the same people facing each other week after week, I think that really started um, in the attitude era. And yep. I think that started in the attitude era because Vince had to start hot shotting everything to, to get back the viewership. I mean, they were routine yep. for, for 83 weeks. They got their asses handed to them, not just beat. They got their asses handed to them by WCW. Yeah. And they had to do what they had to do. Yeah. And, so, and it worked. Yeah. Vince for a while. Yeah. Um, and I think Vince like, okay, I got to do something. Um, let's hot shot this. Let's give away the rock versus stone cold or, um, I remember there for a while, I felt like I was seeing Kane and Undertaker like every 30 minutes on that damn show. No, nah, um, it, it, it was one night you saw the ass every 30 minutes. That was the uh, night when they just went through and they beat every match. They just beat the shit out of people every <laughs> night. I go back and watch that on YouTube every so often. And I think it's the most hilarious shit in the world to see <laughs> when they come down to the ring just to see them grown men damn near about to piss on themselves. <laughs> Grown men <laughs> about to pee on this <laughs> because Kane and the other take, but they already know what they about. And I'm just like, I be looking like, bro, just get out the ring. <laughs> but I guess maybe they froze in fear, right? So I guess. But yeah, I, I I agree. But I would say, but I would say on the flip side, it was much more entertaining. And credit to the guys who were in the ring and the folks that was putting that stuff together because. You know, that's not an easy that's not an easy thing to do to keep people's attention span. Because folks' attention span have been diminishing for years now. And I think it might have been starting like right around that time anyway. So with the rise of technology and everything, and we have literally access to everything at our fingertips whenever we want to see it. And so I, I think that has a lot to do with it too. But you know, I digress. That was that was that was really good. <laughs> I mean, that hey, good. I mean that that's that's I mean that's a conversation. Uh, fan, I think that fans like us are going to have because we do want to see certain stuff. We we don't, uh, at that same token, we don't want to see certain stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think it's just, there, it goes back to what you said at the beginning, Brandon. The simple answer to everything is there's just too much wrestling from one promotion on TV every week. Um, yep. and, and And it's like, I've said a million times, and and you guys agree with me that um, Raw needs to be two hours. Well, same reason it's not ever going to go back to two hours because of the money that it's making. So yeah, but I, I think they could make better use of that three hours. I definitely absolutely could. they could make better. They could they could make better use of that three. What I would do what I would do with that third hours is after ten o'clock, I would make that like the PG. For the the PG seven not PG the like rated uh the seventeen hour or something you know what I'm saying well, that hour from like after ten to eleven because I'm like hey they you know they just started cussing on 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 regular TV now so I'm like well why not you know you know just to give give the mature audience something to look forward to they can make better use out of that three hours they probably use their sponsors in this day and time so they can't do that I know that's just me just. 
dreaming. <laughs> I get and it. In the words, it's all Daffy corporate Duck. now, so I get it. In the words of Daffy Duck, I can dream, can't I? <laughs> um, I think they tried to do that once, and they had that little underground fight club or something, and that flopped. So yeah, yeah, it did. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, um, before we get into the conversation about um, Sting's big surprise this week on AEW, I wanted to go into this week in wrestling history. I'm not going to take a long time on this. Just a few things I thought were interesting this week. Things that we all remember as um, hardcore wrestling fans. Um, on October 22nd, 1995, HBK was stripped of the IC title after getting his ass whooped by what we were told at first was several Marines. We later found out it was only one guy that whooped his ass. Um, yeah. Then on 10-23 in the year 2000, um, Yokozuna passes away. Uh, nothing much happening news-wise on the 24th. On the 25th, in 2003, 20 years ago, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H got married. So happy wow. related anniversary, you two. 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> Damn. Uh, then on 10-28 in the year 2000, Bret Hart officially retired from wrestling. Um, and he hasn't shut up about it since. Now, I shouldn't say that because I, I, I would probably be kind of salty, too, if, if my career went out like that. Um, oh, hell you. In 2018, the very first all-women's pay-per-view uh, happened in WWE called WWE Evolution. Uh, in 2020, uh, on 10-28-2020, three years ago, uh, the wrestling world lost Tracy Smothers. Then on the 29th, we had two very big things. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the least big thing first. 1985. Can can either one of y'all guess? Just take a shot in the dark. You don't have to take a long time. In 1985, on the 29th, what happened in wrestling? Any any uh, guesses? I don't know. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Uh, Dusty gave his hard times promo on October 29th, 1985. Hard times. Hard times. And then ten years later. The greatest athlete wrestler that has ever graced the world of professional wrestling debuted. The Yeti. <laughs> okay. Wow. That, that, yeah, that fell over. Right. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> that was Halloween Heavy, too, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, the the Yeti, as Tony Schiavone would say, debuted in 1995. This was this was after Hulk Hogan murdered the Giant. Yeah, this this is Halloween Havoc, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan murdered the Giant by by bulldozing him off of the top of Joe Louis Arena into the Detroit River, only to have the Giant show up later, um, not wet. Completely dry, but with seaweed around him. Where they get seaweed from in the Detroit River? I don't know. But <laughs> and then and then the Yeti arrives and proceeds to buttfuck Hulk Hogan. Mm-mm-mm. I I had never heard that before, and until I heard <laughs> until I heard Brian Lasks 
or no, no, it was Conrad. I think uh, uh, Conrad Thompson. I think I heard first say that, that he said the Yeti butt fucked Hulk Hogan. And folks, mm-hmm. if y'all go watch that Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety five, just skip to the part where the Yeti, <clears throat> as Tony Schiavone would say, gets in the ring. Yeah, it looks like he proceeds to butt fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so, Mm-mm-mm-mm. all right. Now, as we talked a little bit about last week, um, Sting has announced his uh, retirement. <clears throat> He's going to retire um, at Revolution, AEW Revolution 2024. We don't know yet who his opponent is going to be. And um, Tony Khan said he had a surprise for Sting. And none of us knew what it was. So this Wednesday, this past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, that uh, that surprise was revealed, and it was none other than the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, I can't say that I'm shocked that he went there, but I certainly wasn't expecting the surprise to be him. As a matter of fact, when they started playing that music, I thought the intent was to fool the fans into thinking it was Ric Flair. Um, but nonetheless, Ric Flair showed out or showed away, showed out too. But Ric Flair showed up <laughs> yeah. and uh, him and Sting shared some, some moments there in the ring. And then came Christian. Folks, I, I'm just going to say that Christian, in my opinion, for whatever that's worth, is doing the best work in his singles career that he's ever done. Um, he came out and he was laying this shit in stiff with Ric Flair. He said, if there was a God, Ric Flair would have been dead years ago. Oh, have mercy. He talked about Ric Flair's black liver. Um, all that. I mean, he took shots. Um, I'm just mm-hmm. going to assume, given what I've read Flair had to say after all of that, that that was... Uh, that was approved beforehand because I can't imagine it was. some shit like that. But uh but I was That's shocked. A fight. Yeah. I, I was shocked to see him there. Um Brandon, what did you think when you saw Slick Rick walk out on that stage? I was shocked too, because I was like, he was swore up and down all this time. He would never go to AEW. Had anything to do with him. And now here you are, walking down the aisle, cheesing. It's amazing what and, you know, doing, right? but Huh? I said it's amazing what money can do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> but then on top of that, I I, I got it. Sting, you know, as he said so himself, Sting was his <clears throat> Sting was his greatest opponent. So you know, he was like, "Hey, there's no way I could miss this. No way." So you know, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. I think that the audience was legitimately surprised, and that was a cool little standing ovation that he got. I think they were legitimate, like we were, like we all were. They were legitimately surprised. So. You know, kudos to AEW for keeping that like under wraps because yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I would have never been, thought it would have been Ric Flair. Yeah, I, I didn't see any sort of rumors, any sort of, you know, grapevine gossip type shit, nothing like that to even remotely suggest that Ric Flair would be there. So, yeah, I think it was a genuine surprise for, for the fans there. Yep. Um, Kurt, what did you think about seeing, seeing Rick in AEW? Well, I was very surprised because, number one, I thought he was on the WWE Legends contract, so I still thought he worked for WWE. So that threw me off. But I was very surprised to see him on AEW, but I thought it was a good surprise. 
Yeah. I, I, I thought the same thing as you, Kurt. That I, I thought he was under a, a Legends deal. Um, yeah. I think he still might be, but I mean, some some of those guys, you know, as long as it gets approved, whatever, they're able to. I, I don't want to say it's loopholes, but I think it's some, it's it's a little wiggle room when it comes to those legend contracts. Now they're not as straight. I think if it and was, I think if it is on legend contract, it was more about that. That really shows how the Vince doesn't have a lot of control remaining because he if he right. did, he never would have let that happen. Never. No. I um I would agree with that, Brandon. If it were anything except AEW, um. Now, you may be right. You may be 100% right that um, Hunter or whoever gave their blessing um, for Ric Flair to show up on AEW television just to say goodbye to Sting or whatever. Um, But if we know nothing when it comes to competition, AEW is nothing short of petty as fuck. So, um, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I'm just saying they are. But uh, I I don't know, man. We'll see. we talked about this. I don't think he's going to be on there every week. I don't either. Um, I thought it was – I think it's just a one-off, but then again. I do as well. I still want to know, is is Rick really – is he is he signed to a WWE Legends contract? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I do well, he wasn't in the pay, He wasn't in the last video game, so ah, not he might even, not be. Not even his downloadable content? No. Wow, I didn't know that. So when did the last game video. come when did the last, last game? Last game, the last game came out in March. Yes. Well, uh, this year. Yeah, it was this year. Okay, was like March, okay. February, March. Okay. And so I'm surprised because he's been in every game. He's not in the game this year at all. You got to, you have to, you have, you got to like go to community creations to get him now. Hill Club. So Hill Club said he thought Lex Luger was going to show up. Um, it wouldn't be bad to see Lex show up, but it wouldn't be yeah. that kind of impact simply because of the shape that, no. that he's in right now. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. no. So it'd be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it would be because I can't remember the last time we seen Lex Luger on a on a major uh, company uh, television show. Yeah, and I don't know. It seemed like the other day, ironically enough, the other day. Um, Somebody, I was reading something, and they was like, you know, it's time for Lex Luger to go into the Hall of Fame and all that. And I was just kind of wondering how that would go. But it's been a while since Luger's been on national television. Okay. Oh, speaking of Lex Luger, y'all know he got a show coming out, you know, on Conrad Platform later this year. I ain't know that. He got a podcast coming out. I I heard that. Um, Conrad, that man's got so many damn shows on his name. Man, Conrad is... Conrad is the Vince McMahon of podcasting, <laughs> wrestling podcast. Yeah. Um, he owned the whole monopoly. You get you, ready to. You just brought something up, Brandon. Um, let me ask you guys. Does Lex Luger go into the Hall of Fame? He should. What about you, Kurt? He absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to say no. And I'm more inclined and I hate saying this. I, I truly do hate saying this. I, I tend to lean towards Kurt on this one. Um, I just don't see... Oh, God, this is going to sound horrible, especially with the man in the shape that he's in. I don't see where he did anything impactful on the wrestling business. Wow. I agree. I agree. 
I agree. I, wow. Totally, I, I, will totally say, agree. I will say he's been involved with some good feuds. He's been involved with mm-hmm. some good groups. But I, I don't see anything that Lex did in his career that makes me go, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I agree. And that's no disrespect to him because we've all heard that, that Lex wasn't a, a fan of wrestling. Um, football didn't work out, so he went to do that. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, he had balls I, enough. He had balls enough to walk out on uh, on Brody. So maybe that alone <laughs> puts him walked out on Brody. And then he also has one of the more, well, I guess moments that started the Monday Night War when he was still under contract with the WWE and he showed up on Nitro. That with that, I don't think that was that big of a deal in my opinion. It, it, I, I mean, it, it might not have been. I mean, it might not have been to y'all. It ain't yeah, even that much of a big deal to me, but that was like other, the first. They, I guess they built it up like that was the first shot that was fired. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I, I, I just, I just look at it like this: if they can let Coco be well into the into the Hall of Fame. What? I think Les Luger need to be there. I, not, I, will I, it be? I, I think he will. I think he will. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, does he deserve it? No. I don't think Coco B. Ware deserves to be in The Hall of Fame is a fucking joke. It's a lot of people yeah, yeah, let's, in there that should be in there. There's a lot of people in there that I don't think should be in there. Yeah, but at all. Shit. So let's, I, would you know put Les, I would put Les Luger in there before I put them in there. Okay, so let's do this. Because I really want to do this and get down to the goddamn nitty gritty. So oh, let's shit. figure out. Let's figure out when we come back in December or uh, or the new year. <laughs> We're going to dedicate an episode to the Hall of Fame on the motherfuckers who shouldn't be in there. <laughs> That's what we going to goddamn do. Hey, I'm for it, man. I'm all for it. Um, we need to. Right, no, we definitely need to. There's some folks in there that's that a shit. damn joke, man. I'm like, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Like, and passed up other people. Mind? And passed <laughs> up other people yeah. that should have been in there and then and then and unfortunately I, I I don't even want to go here but I'm going to go here because they did that shit to damn Vader they waited until he passed away and I'm like Vader should have been in there before a whole bunch of them jokers and I don't know what they had going on and all that but like every year Vader 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 and then next thing you know he passed away they put him in I'm like come on man yeah, yeah. And, then, and I'm trying to figure out like what exactly is the criteria because I'm like, what exactly is the criteria that we are upholding? The, is this a popularity contest or something? Or you know, Some, somewhat, yes. But if you'll notice, so Hill Club says that Ric Flair is on the Legends page on WWE. I guess yeah, the well. network. Huh? Yeah. Well, I guess well, that means he's still getting the check. Well, but Hill Club, remember, Arn Anderson is still showing up on AEW's page as well, and I'm hearing that that he's not with them anymore. Um, I know you. Oh, yeah. you that's, said that's, that. that's that's done deal. Um. Oh, so he is gone for sure. For sure. Yeah, okay. he's gone for sure. He never renewed his contract. Okay, yeah, because I, I know me and Hill Club were talking about it the other day that um, Hill Club said that Arn was gone as well, and I just checked. Brock was gone off of the um, off. Of the I know website. Brock is gone, but I didn't know Arn was gone. Yeah, he never, Arn never renewed his contract. He's been gone, he been gone for a minute. He never renewed his contract. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, he's still listed yeah. on AEW's page. Um, now, I... Uh, Maybe hell froze over and they said, yeah, Rick, go ahead. Go see Sting, hang out, earn you a little coin or whatever. Um, but I just don't think I would have ever thought that would happen. <laughs> um, so we we haven't heard anything 
about with that all being said, we haven't heard anything about Ric Flair is all elite. We haven't heard yeah. that. So I had in my head what I thought was going to happen, and I posted it on uh, our Facebook group. But I said that Flair's going to be around, hanging around with Sting for the next few weeks or whatever. Maybe not every week or, or, or what have you, but be there for him and end up turning on him. And that Ric Flair ends up being his last opponent. Um, now, uh, let, no. let me be no. clear. Hold on. Let me be clear. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to see that because the combined age for that match was is like 133 or something. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to see that, but Tony Khan is a mark. And I could see him. Rick said he's getting that itch again. I could see Tony going, okay, let's book this. And no, I think, I think no. that would be horrible. If they want to, if they so, want to do an empty arena, there you go. So I'm gonna tell you what I thought. So I did think it. I did think along the lines of returned on him, but I thought along the lines of him either wrestling Christian or Cage and returned on Sting to have one of them beat him. That's what I thought about as far as him turning on yeah. to where he would be in Sting's corner for the last match and make him lose. Mm. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that too. I just think that Flair is going to factor in somehow in Sting's last match, whether it be in his corner and he, like Kurt said, he turns on him, or God forbid, they put those two in a, in a match together. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be involved in this match at all. But I was just saying, if he did, I, that's the the concept I came up with. But I think, I thought, I think this is a one shot deal, and he doesn't come back at all. That's just my opinion. Wonder, I wonder how much Tony Khan paid for that. Just curious. I would love to know what kind of payday Rick Flair got for that. There ain't no tell. <laughs> um, so we're not going to cover any of the shows this week. If you haven't caught on to what we've been saying this entire episode, the shows were kind of boring, and we really didn't want to see much more of it. Uh, so we're going to forego any sort of reviews this week. We we talked about the NWA pay-per-view <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Uh, what we want to do now, since Tuesday is Halloween, what we wanted to do was, was take a step back and look at a match from WCW's Halloween Havoc. And I suggested uh, to Brandon and Kurt that we watch Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Mask versus hair, I believe it was, um, from Halloween Havoc, 1997. And fellas, I've got my uh, my network set up right now at 28 minutes and 41 seconds for the beginning of that match. The match itself, I think, is about 14, 15 minutes long. Um, and and folks, I know that is kind of long, but it's not like we're going to be watching in silence. Uh, we're going to be talking and discussing the match. Because it is one of the best matches I think I have ever seen. Um, I think Kurt and and Brandon would agree with that. <clears throat> so um, we'll give you guys a few minutes. Hill Club, give you a couple of minutes to. Uh, oh well, Hill Club's ready. All right, uh, Kurt, Brandon. I'm not ready, so hold on. Oh, yeah, man. Doo-doo-doo. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I thought you was gonna send us a link like you did last week. <laughs> Man, no. 
and no. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I did think about what was the timestamp. Say what, Brandon? What was the timestamp? Oh, I uh, I started to do that, but I wanted to get the intros and everything. And the match I found on uh, on the network, or not on the network, on YouTube, it started like a few minutes into the match, and I wanted to see the match in its entirety. So that's when Ray okay. came out in uh, in purple and black, looking like the the fan. <clears throat> But yeah, what was the timestamp that you said in the beginning so I could skip 20, straight to it? 2841. All right. Hill Club said, dang, boys, hurry up. Hey, look, man, you know, Peacock had commercials. <laughs> Not good things come to those who wait. Yeah, you know, Peacock got commercials. So you got to wait until the commercials get done doing their thing. Because that's the other thing I miss about having the network. You ain't have to worry about no doggone commercials. Yes. We just got straight to it. Yeah, now we got all There was absolutely no foreplay. And not just that. Like, this Halloween, this Halloween Havoc, it's not, I mean, it says Season 9, Episode 1, Halloween Havoc, 1997. Why don't they just list the shit by year? Absolutely, because I'm like, who's going to sit here and try to count off all of these damn seasons? I didn't know how, because I'm like, if you didn't know what year Halloween Havoc started, like, I didn't know Halloween Havoc started in 1989. How the hell am I supposed to know that? <laughs> Just put the damn number, the night, the, the, the year of the show. Season 9. That's so all I got to do is click on it. And and it's not like there's seasons. an episode 2 or 3 for season 9. No, Halloween Havoc. No. Once a year. One damn show. Shit. All right, so I'm here at the point. Wait season nine, episode what? Season. Wait a minute. Yeah, season nine, episode one, Halloween Havoc, 1997. Um, and that and that timestamp is 28 what? 2841. All right, I'm it. I'm just letting it play. I got Mongo and Deborah on the on the uh, what's the name? Shout out to Mongo. Mongo and Deborah. This app, this, this app sucks. Yes, all right, I'm right, Agree with you. This, right, this, this, this is terrible. This app sucks. It's terrible because remember, we'll bring on, that old network back. on the net. Yes, on the old network, you <clears throat> jump. There were dots in the in the line. You could jump to that to see which match it was. Yep. On this shit, you just gotta hope and pray you get it right. Peacock. No, you just go through and look at the little line. It gives you a preview of the screen, so you'll know where you're at, but still kind of helps when you know what you're watching. So right. NBC Universal, if you were listening to us, which I doubt you are, but that's okay. If you're listening, fix the damn WWE network. Make it user friendly. Make all these damn shows on here user friendly. Oh, did y'all hear that uh Matthew Perry from Friends passed away yesterday? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, well, to answer your question, yes, um, sadly, yes, I did hear that last night. 54 years old, man. Mm-hmm. Seven years older than me. Damn. Said he drowned in a jacuzzi. Yeah. And and a friend of mine on Facebook pointed out that his last Instagram post like a week ago was him in his jacuzzi. Wow. And I was like, damn. 
That's tragically ironic. Yeah, yeah, man. I said, damn, but my man Chandler, golly. Mm-hmm. Now that was a cool little show, say, man. I will say, I didn't really watch that show when it was on air. Uh, <clears> I watched it all in syndication because I didn't know I didn't appreciate the show at the time, but it was yeah. it was funny rewatching it. Yeah, it was very. That's funny. one of them. Like I didn't watch. Um, I didn't watch. Everybody hates Chris. I said it went into syndication, and I was like, this show is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah I, that's like me and Seinfeld. I didn't watch Seinfeld till it went off. Same. Yeah. No, every time I remember, I remember being a kid. Every time Seinfeld came on, they, <laughs> I turned that shit right off. Because <laughs> usually Seinfeld used to come on. Seinfeld used to come on after the Cosby Show went off. And I used to, uh, yeah, I used to watch Doctor Hustle. Hey man, this app fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I do not disagree, Curtis. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather go watching on YouTube. Uh, Hill Club did send a link in the in the chat. Of course, we can't use the link in the chat, but you could copy and paste it, possibly. You said twenty what? Twenty eight, twenty eight, forty one. Damn. Yeah, and no commercial. And no like ten seconds long, bro. They like it's a whole minute. You can't yeah. skip them. You got to pay. Huh. You got to pay the extra five dollars to get the one with no commercials. <laughs> Which I'm like, nah, this stuff is already. They, like, look, Netflix is about to piss me off because they they, better, they get ready to price everybody out. Mm-hmm. It's twenty dollars to get the basic tier now. They they're like literally get ready to price everybody out, and I'm like, for what? Y'all ain't putting out that much good shit anyway. And I've and been, a lot of shit won't even let me rewind. I've been with Netflix. Shit. Probably since they've been around. I remember I was with Netflix back in the day when you were getting DVDs. Mm-hmm. That was like an event. And then I remember Friday night. That's that was like right when Blockbuster went out of business. Friday night. We'll go. I did damn DVDs came in the mail. We'll go. I was living with my roommates at the time. We'll go to Kroger, get us a Kroger sub and a big ass okay. bag of chips and whatever. I'm ready. Right. Ready? All right, Brandon, you're ready. Hill Club's ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So when I say three, hit play. One, two, three. Here we go. Wide wide crowd chat. Yep. And I used to love love the Halloween Havoc setup. Oh, yeah. WCW had some dope sets. Look look at Ray. Look look how small Ray is, man. Yeah. Ray looked like one of my students. Right. Built like him. Ray looks like a kid. And I don't remember. Um, I don't know how old Ray was here. Ray was probably in his mid-20s, if that. Might have been his early 20s. And he's got <clears throat> got the mask around his neck. Yep. Well, I remember one day he was walking down the hall and kid, my student, they were talking about Ray Mysterio. And he was like, you know about Ray Mysterio? I was like, boy, I grew up on Ray Mysterio. Man, yes. I grew up. I remember, I remember Ray Mysterio built like y'all. I remember that. Here come my boy, Eddie. Man, could you imagine had he not passed away? I mean, he was already one of, in my opinion at least, one of the all-time greats of his era. 
Um, I just think it, had he not passed away, man, he, he, there's no limit to what he could have done. Yeah. No limit. It just surprised me what he, it, it surprised me what he grew into. Because back in the day when he was, before he became Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. I didn't see, I didn't see what he became. I didn't see that coming. I don't think any of us did. I didn't. I mean, well, I mean, because in if we if you were watching Japan <clears throat> stuff, and I I really wasn't. I didn't know that he was a mask wrestler in Japan till a couple of years after I first saw him. I think, but um, we're on Nitro, that is. But um, I do vaguely remember him jobbing in WCW uh, on WCW Saturday Night. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it it got to a point where. I could watch Eddie wrestle anybody, and it was a good match. I like that title. Yeah. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, that's small Eddie. That's the Eddie that I got introduced to right here. I think the – well, I know the first time I saw uh, Rey Mysterio was in ECW. Saw that match against – was it Psychosis? Yep. That shit was crazy. Look at Eddie over here talking shit. Boom. So here we go. We're off to the races. So I'm going to take that mask right off your head, bitch. Now, I saw (laughs) (laughs) I saw on uh, I think it was YouTube. They they did a video as it was listing one of the greatest like I don't know like moves that weren't planned or something like that. And it's in this match. Um, it's where Eddie is trying to do something with mm. Ray and Ray goes up to the top rope and turns it into a tornado DDT. Man. And we could, unfortunately we can't like listen to the whole um, commentary. Bobby Heenan had the time of his life watching this man. <laughs> he had the time of his, you can hear it in his voice. He was like, Hey man, this is some good shit. And he couldn't say that most of the time when he was in WCW. He hated being there, but you could just hear it in his voice. Like, he really loved this match. Bobby, Bobby. And I thought that was pretty cool. Hilo. Huh? I said Bobby probably had a drink or two before the before the show. Nah, maybe. maybe but no, nah, you can legitimately, like, he was like, hey, man, this is some good action. Like, what? Hey, you can hear it. I think we can get a little bit of commentary. Can't, it's too low, and I can't get my mic close enough to it. But... Yeah, I can try it with my eyes. Because I think I think thirty seconds is considered fair use. I sound of my you. William Jim. Oops. Shout out to the Professor Mike today. Yes, sir. Always giving you a history lesson in these matches. And man, let me let me just tell you. 
I think I don't think that they should have moved Kevin Kelly um, on collision. But I will say that I think Tony Schiavone is a much better commentator than he is a, a color guy. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony's been doing collision. He's been the lead announcer for collision last couple, three weeks. Yeah. And I don't think, I think Kevin Kelly was doing a fine job at that. Um, but for whatever reason, Tony Schiavone is doing it. <clears throat> and it just reminded me how much better uh, a commentator, lead commentator he is versus being the color guy. Yeah. Now, Tony, one of those, he voiced our childhood. And he made it sound like a sport, too. That's what I like about him. Because as a as a color commentator, or yeah, as the color guy, he was just kind of he was channeling his inner David Crockett. I think I heard that on Cornette's show today. Look yeah. at him! Look at him, Tony! <laughs> damn it, man! Mm, like, damn, Eddie can throw him around like a rag doll because Ray yeah. is so small here. And I like how every time he get a, a chance, he goes for the mask. Yeah. I think that's good um, psychology because the point of the match is to damn take the mask off. So that's what pisses me off sometimes with some of these stuff. I'm like, the, the point of the match is to disable your opponent. If you were the last man, last man standing match, the point of the match is to disable your opponent to the point where they can't stand up. All you literally got to do is throw a heavy ass object on their legs and then bam, the match will be over in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even trying. To be, I wasn't even trying to be funny. There's a, there's a move I was just talking about. Oh shit! Yeah, that's the move I was talking about. Ray did the best with the DDT. Hey, yeah. yeah. I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying to be funny, y'all. But I'm for real. I'm like, it's still, it's still, no, it's a steel cage match. The purpose of the steel cage match is for you to escape the ring. Actually, try no. to escape the ring, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> actually, no. The the original thing about the steel cage had nothing to do about getting out before your opponent. Well, that was to keep keep out outside, all the outside interference. Which, when I first heard that, when I first, I think it was Cornette I heard say that. And I was, obviously, I was well into my 40s at that point. When I heard him say that, I'm like, mind blown. I'm like, shit, I grew up thinking it was people trying to climb out of the cage. Well, you know that was only the WWF with that dumb shit. With the, how the cage shit, NWA never did yeah, that. Nobody true. else did it either. Got to escape the cage. All right, get out the damn cage. Shit. <laughs> it don't take off. Just you see the door. You see the door open. You better run. Get out the cage. There he goes ripping at the mask again. And I and I want to take this moment to give a big fuck you to Eric Bischoff. Like I I I res- I like Eric. Don't get me wrong, but to hear him admit that he didn't think it was a big deal to have Ray unmasked, um, mm. just complete disrespect for the culture, uh, the meaning, all of that. For it. but I mean, hey, I, I don't know if Ray did it without you know feeling forced to or what. But yeah, I I think the. I used to love this movie. And he doing it. Um, that the gory but you gotta you gotta realize that Eric wasn't a, a, a wrestling 
thing. I mean, a wrestling, he wasn't in the industry like that, so it wasn't a big deal to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, true. So I can't, so I can't fault him on that. Yeah, I, I hated seeing Ray without his mask. And he started wearing yeah. like horns on his head, and I'm like, come on, man, no. Nah, they started um, they they made somebody made a video on TikTok. I think it was a, a I think it was a, a a girl that did it. Kind of like, okay, it's Ray unmasked, but you know, the guy he looked. And then I, I remember the air. I was like, "Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie. Ray, 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 Ray was pulling, but he should have kept that mask on. I didn't like that either. <laughs> Damn filthy animals! Yeah, yeah Ray came out there looking like the No Limits, he was, like he was one of the No Limits soldiers every week. Oh my god! I remember him and Kodan, man. <laughs> <Who do you? laughs> they came out. Then yeah, one time for my son, Dominique. Westside, who the, I was like, wait, wait a minute, man. Yeah, that was, that was one of the most ill-conceived, <laughs> poorly, poorly executed angles in professional wrestling. And uh, it, it got so bad at one point, Eric Bischoff feared for his life. Yeah. He was, he was like, yeah, when I found that out deal. that Master P and his, his people wanted to talk to me by themselves. Like, oh, shit. Man, that's when um, Kurt Henning had that group where like the West Texas, the West, the West Texas, Texas Rednecks, Texas Rednecks, and, and I <laughs> think one of them was from Texas. And that shit, that was terrible, fucking terrible. Yes. Now Master P coming out here week with the legitimate No Limit soldiers, Ray Conan right behind him. Man, I got so tired of hearing that shit. This one time for my son. It went time for my son, Dominique. Uh, it goes to call the soldiers. Hoody hoo! I was like, wait a minute. Uh, like that kid in school that want to join the gang because he think oh, he'll make him look damn. cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. My balls. I always thought the Slim Jim um, canvas and the green corners was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I like what they're doing here with the ring post, but like I hate WWE shit. I, I hate it too. Yeah, I don't like that. Problem, damn LED lights yeah. on that shit. Way too damn. I wonder if Eddie had to go put ice on this shit that night. He had on the jock strap. Shit, I'm sure he did. I hope he had on the drop strap because he went in. <laughs> if he went in, balls person, <laughs> God, you had a long. I said, buddy, you had a long night. Hey, <laughs> boy. Now raise on. There's no, there's no way he'd be able to stop himself in time not to hit that gravity. Now see, th- all right, Ray's doing what I guess some mm. people may call flippity do shit, but it looks crisp. There's no court. There's no. It doesn't look choreographed like they worked this out in the ring beforehand, right? Yeah. And and I can believe with these two guys, especially that all of this shit is being called on the fly. It's Lucha Libre. This is authentic Lucha Libre right here. Right, but it, and and it looks, it, it you can tell that this isn't choreographed. That's the point I'm trying. Right, to make. like the the guys the they would call they would call that in ring. Yeah. Oh, look at this. And he's not. He didn't stand there for twenty minutes. Only you know five. No. But it, it's he got. In, no, that's the, 
Go ahead. He got in the ring and took off running. Yes. I've never seen anything like this in all my life. He got in the ring and took off running there and he ready just knew Eddie just knew be ready. And he timed But he didn't yeah, he wasn't sitting out there waiting on him. Yeah, he timed it well and it looked well. Yeah. He wasn't even waiting on it. Well he was waiting on him, but you couldn't tell he was waiting on him there. It's like, okay, he's still trying to get up. Damn it, man. Yeah. And it also helps that, you know, you see Ray doing, and, and Eddie, but more so Ray doing the more acrobatic um, lucha stuff. It helps that you didn't see this shit 18 times a night. No. You know, it, you you didn't see it in this match, the next match, next match. Next match. Apparently, words don't want to come out today. Slingshot. Really, at that time, Ray was the only one that was doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and could do it well. Damn. He was the only one. Damn. Oh, shit. Damn. I have a solid power bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Y'all remember when Brock Lesnar debuted and he power bombed the shit out of Spike Dudley? Man, shit, everybody Spike bombed the shit. But yes, to answer Oh, my God. Spike, look, check it out. Spike definitely got a, a basically a greatest hits album. Whew. I'm still trying to see how this dude escaped serious injury, for real. Yeah. And from what I understand, like, he's still good now. Like, he's not, yeah. he's not, no chronic pain that, that I've read anyway. But he we, said a lot of that stuff didn't really hurt. Yeah, well, probably because it knocked. I mean, it hurt, but it but it didn't hurt him. <laughs> and I said, "Well, God," because I know that one with La Resistance, like they missed the table. He clipped the back of his head on the side of that table. I said, "That that shit." Mm-hmm. It looked like he was legitimately knocked out. I'm like, he was like that wasn't that bad. Here comes the frog splash. Now this is this is what I love about Eddie. Oh. The frog splash from Eddie. Look where Ray is. Ray's in the middle of the fucking ring. Oh, okay. Ray's in the Ooh. middle of the ring. He didn't try that shit like right up under the turnbuckles. Here it come. And it, it, like Watch all this. of this is fit me. Watch this. It doesn't look like, okay, you stand here for like 15 minutes. Let me get in... Watch this. Look at this. Damn it. Woo! There it is. That's the match. Finish. You ain't see that finish coming, boy. Nope. You ain't see it coming. <laughs> you did not see it coming. You're a winner and new. Now, watch the end. It looked like a little boy. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> Watch. Look, 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 look. I like that type. <laughs> he over there with a tear in my eyes, so fuck. They said, I might lose, but I'm going to whoop you. He's like, fuck you, mother. <laughs> Threw him out of the ring. By oh, man. man. That's classy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> just standing in the ring looking mean as hell. Yeah, Eddie said, hell no, you ain't going to celebrate while I'm standing in here. Slow mo. Ooh, okay. God, that's like that. Nut jiving himself. 
Mm-mm-mm. Ray with the Hurricane Rana to the floor. Look at that. One, it, man. two, and, three. And see what I love about that. What, one of the things I hate about pins like that today, it's like the guy on the bottom doesn't look like he's trying to grab the guy's arms to reverse it. He'll just throw his legs up so the person can grab it. Eddie was... Mean Gene. <laughs> mean? Woo! Bye, God, Gene. Oh, no, no, no. You ain't doing it right. Mean! <laughs> Woo! Uh-oh. He's, he's, Gene! He's, he's yeah. Gene was, the, Gene was trying to say Oh, yeah. <laughs> phone, phone number, phone number no, no longer active. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of these pay-per-views. Gene was talking, and somebody walked by with a cigarette. He said, get out of here with that cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I used to love that. <laughs> he was always on point. And he was dead-ass like, serious. Get out of here with that cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh me, Gene. Freaking Oakland, boy. God bless him. Amen. Absolutely. Mean Gene. Absolutely. Kids, in case y'all don't know, Mean Gene the man. Did I say how much this app suck ass? This app it's is terrible. fucking terrible. You're going to go to the commercial damn. right in the middle of the damn interview. I just, I got to cut it. My, my computer's going dead, so I got to cut it off anyway. But, yeah, hey, man. Mean Gene, Oakland, boy. Mean. Woo. Bad guy, Gene. I got Gene. <laughs> Gene was the man. Gene was the man. Yes, he was. He was the man, I, I man. I just, y'all, y'all just do not know with the younger generation. And that's the, you know what, man. That's the thing that suck about wrestling now too. There are no really like backstage interviewers that you just know like you know this shit legit when this mug is on. You get what I'm saying? No, I, probably I Renee Paquette is probably the closest. But there is not one man. Me, me. Look, when me, look. You, you knew it was serious business when me and James was interviewing you. You knew it was serious business. <laughs> and I like it when the, I posted the clip the other day where he was talking to the uh, the new bloods backstage, and he was like, "Hey, nice joke, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you blow it out your ass over Need here?" You. Hey man, I remember the night when Hogan when Hogan joined the NWO and Gene just had this look on his face like this is some bullshit. <laughs> He's like, "What are you thinking?" <laughs> he was talking to Hope like he would hit Daddy. Like he's like, "You got some explaining to do." He's like, Hogan over there. I'm like, "Oh, you can shut it." And Gene just looked so disgusted. So, so let me ask this, guys: where it's it's Halloween havoc. We've always pretty much thought, or at least I have anyway, I don't I can't speak for you guys, but that Starcade was kind of WCW's WrestleMania. But Bischoff says that he always viewed it as Halloween Havoc being their their WrestleMania, if you will. What do y'all think? Do y'all do y'all think it's it's Starcade or Halloween Havoc? It was, it, it was Starcade, but I can understand as it got into the nineties, why he would say Halloween happy. I would agree yeah. with him on that end. Yeah. But in the beginning it was Starcade, absolutely. Yeah. And they took they took the focus off Starcade and started putting more focus on Halloween happy. Yeah, this this promo with Bischoff and Hogan is going on way too long. 
with this shit on my TV. I, I just stopped it because the goddamn mini commercial. Yeah, man, no, my, now my computer said, my, my laptop said, hey, your battery's going dead, sir. So I'm like, let me go ahead and turn it on off. And my phone about to go dead. I only got 7 more percent left. All right. Well, with that said, I guess we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, Kurt, before we get out, get out of here. Um, well, hold on. Well, you you said you got seven percent. Yeah. All right. So Hill Club. Go ahead. Was, what was you about to say? I was going to Hill Club on to come on. I was going to get Hill Club on for a second, but I don't want you to run out of phone time. Yeah. Um So Hill Club, we'll get you on next week. Um, <laughs> Hill Club said, charge it. Um, I saw. I see. I see, you know, cell phones don't make more than one charge report, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got but one. Damn. And the one we using, we using to plug up our microphones. That's why I'm so <laughs> glad I got an XLR cord now for for my mic. And I can plug my phone directly into the, the roadcaster. Thankfully. Yeah. So all right, before we get out of here, folks, because Hogan is still going on and on, probably telling some lies about how he slammed Andre in Puerto Rico in no 1952. So, all right, Kurt, what you got to say before we get out of here, man? Everybody have a good uh, evening. Watch this Sunday night football game and have a good week. Be safe out there. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Brandon? Hey, man, uh, same. Y'all have a good week. Be safe out there. It's Halloween. I know a lot of folks already did their festivities last night, but you know how we do. So everybody be safe and have a good week. Yeah, that's another thing, man. Back in our day, we went out. We didn't give a damn what day of the week it is. We went out on Halloween. Yeah. Not the I don't know. I, I don't know about y'all, but Tuesday is the worst day to have a damn holiday. Tuesday <laughs> is the driest day of the damn week. Halloween is not a holiday. Uh-oh. What you got to say about that, sucker? <laughs> Tell me. I just know that any any type of day or whatever, Tuesday is the wackiest day to have it on. Tell and me. And I rest my he case. He didn't just say that. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, sucker. <laughs> oh, right. boy, Ron, I thought you was about to say it for a second. Oh, no. I'm not. Come on now. I thought, oh, I was about to say, uh oh. Now, I wouldn't have got met, but I was about to say, uh oh. No, 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 no. Ron does not. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, but anyway, folks, uh, I concur with my <laughs> brothers here. Uh, y'all have a good week. I hope you enjoy it the rest of your Sunday evening. Enjoy some football if you get a chance. Thank you, Hill Club, for tuning in once again. We appreciate you. Yes, we'll, sir. We'll get you on next week. And we may do another watch along next week. It depends. We'll see if we can find something. Hey, there's an Alex Wright sighting. Yay. Anyway, um, if you choose to take your kids out on Tuesday night, be safe. Take care of yourself. Wear something that reflects light, um, please, because people don't care. Uh, right. So with that said, Kurt, would you please send us out of here? Peace. Happy Halloween. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>